The views and opinions expressed in the Golden Boot Podcast are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the Golden Boot Podcast as a whole. Y'all ready to get rolling? Quiet on the set. to another episode of the golden boot it's your boy pool bear i got my man aunt petty murphy in the building i feel like i need to be in new orleans listening to that car hey i like that little beat man that beat yeah that, that is a like, nice little you did your thing with that one my boy yeah uh man shout out to everybody joining us tonight in the chats uh do got a programming note uh we was expecting to have um Mr. Billyot on Mr. Kalen Billyot. Uh, unfortunately, there's a, a situation uh, that prevented him from joining us tonight. So uh, we will shake back, have him back with us uh, on another night. Uh, but uh, that's about it, man. As far as that, other than that, man, it's been a uh, eventful. I guess you can say that eventful little weekend, man. Um, your boy Dylan. He got friends, like friends, friends, like Dylan and had all kind of invitations to birthday parties and stuff for the summer. So, so you Keeping know what that means. Huh? Keeping you busy, buying exactly. all them gifts. Exactly. Uh, but I just, you know, I do what every great father does. Go ask your mama. Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. Because if I get the wrong gift, she's going to fuss at me anyway, so. Can't go wrong, my boy. Yeah. But uh we do have a good, you know what I'm saying, nice little show scheduled for tonight. Um got a, a little you know bit saying, to talk about. A little bit to talk about. Uh it's some interesting things to talk about. Um I never thought I'd be talking about hockey in the summer, but we got a story we gonna have to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna oh, get boy. uh but shout out to our people in the chat, Dave Irvin. What's good? Josh in the building. What's good, Josh? Appreciate y'all being here. here. Uh, But, man, y'all know what time it is. We're going to give a shout-out to our sponsors over at BetOnline, BetOnline betonline.ag. We'll be back in one minute. BetOnline.ag is your number one source for all your sports information, stats, news, and scores. Get the latest odds, lines, and player injury reports for this year's NBA and NHL playoffs. BetOnline is always your sports information headquarters. This season, we have you covered for all your sports wagering needs. We have everything from NBA, NFL, MLB, and NHL to golf, tennis, UFC, and boxing. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games that you can play right from your home. Head on over to BetOnline.ag today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Be sure to use the promo code BLEAV to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. Man, uh, out Paul Sub jumps in the chat and says, "R.I.P. to D Hop's career. The, the QB carousel in Tennessee will give him PTSD from his time in Houston." So, for those of you who haven't heard, D Hop found a new team. Uh, looks like he is signed with the Tennessee Titans. Uh, shout out to our man, uh, AB. I know he happy about that. 
my, but my uh, guy, my guy D Hop said, "Bring me my money." And that they did, um, but man, is this uh, that's strictly think, what it was about, bro? Do you think it's um, that's strictly what it was about? I mean, it's at the point in his career where he's not gonna get big money anymore. Um, so he has, especially from a contender, so he went to the team that was willing to give him the most. I mean, if you look at teams like Kansas City. Buffalo, who Baltimore, where he kind of wanted to go, they weren't willing to pay him the money Tennessee was. So I think it ultimately came down to Tennessee or the Patriots, and Tennessee was where he decided to go. But I mean, I'm not mad at him. I mean, it's football. You don't have a long career as it is. Right. I mean, he's our his. His legacy is solidified. He's one of the best receivers of his era, no matter if he has a championship or not. I don't think a championship is going to do too much more for him, his legacy. You know what I'm saying? He's going to be a pro bowler regardless. So what, you know what I mean? So go make as much money while you can, considering your next play could be your last play. So with that being said, your, your, your comment was initially, you said it was a choice between New England or Tennessee. So with what we have seen as the man, what's that in my beard? Anyway, from what we have seen with uh Tennessee bouncing between Tannehill, uh how does it any different from New England? I was just gonna ask. That's why I was gonna ask. What's the uh what does that say about New England? I mean, for one, I think New England's wide receiver room might be a little more stacked than uh Tennessee's. Um, they do got Devontae Parker, they got Tyquan Thornton, they got Jacoby Myers, you know what I'm saying? They got a few different people over there, Kayshawn, they got a few different people over there, but Tennessee don't really have nobody. So, for one, I think that's part of it, and for two, he's more familiar with the NFC, I mean, AFC South than AFC East. Tennessee probably has a better chance of winning their division than New England does. Um, that's fair. So, I think. If you're looking at it like that, that's probably part of it. Plus, the quarterback situation isn't great in either one. I mean, mm-hmm. Mac Jones is one foot from losing his job to Bailey Zappi. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it's it ain't like he's gonna he's got Mahomes on one side and Ryan Tannehill on the other. I mean, neither one of them situations are great. All right. Um, you mentioned you mentioned uh, Kayshawn. I'm not getting into that bull crap, bro. I was just gonna say. I, I mean, I know it's not on the on the docket, but um, there have been lots of rumors about you know saying, oh, he's not, you know, saying he's getting cut, this, that, and other. There's there hasn't been anything credible. I mean, my thing is, he's a sixth, fifth round pick. One of them, fifth, sixth round pick. It's not far fetched for a fifth, sixth round pick not to make the roster. You know what I'm saying? Like, but my question is since when did LSU fans like start clowning the guy whenever he doesn't live up to expectations? You know what I mean? Like, we usually defend our players, and you know, whenever there's negative negativity towards them in the press, you know, they come to ride. But whenever it's Kayshawn, it's like we kind of share it and kind of laugh, like. Dang, this dude going through it. You know, this dude ain't even going to make the team, LOL. You know, things of that nature. So it's kind of weird, the energy that we give in this K-Shine situation to me. And uh, I don't know where it came from, but it's kind of strange to me that it's different than what we normally see from LSU fans. I completely agree. Uh, I have no clue where where it came from. I don't know why these uh, troll accounts, that's what I'll call them, uh, have been continually making up these stories. But I do think that part of it comes from uh, a little jealousy of just LSU as a whole uh, and trying to find a way to uh, – trying to find a way to, 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 I guess you could say, tear away at what has become uh, almost a gold standard. And, and, and this is why I say that. We all know LSU went from 
being the laughing stock after winning the national championship and having two horrible seasons in football to in football winning the West, mm-hmm. winning women's basketball national champion uh championship, and then winning baseball national championship, and then being in a position in football where you return most of your roster on I'm all not gonna let you forget the diving championship that they just won, dog. Bro, I ain't even know. Shout out to the diving team, man. Anybody who, you know what I'm saying, do anything around water, you get my respect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm for real. Hey, I couldn't do no diving, though, bro. I can, I'd be scared I'm going to break my neck. That water, listen, anybody but else? No, I'm with you, though. I'm with you, though. Um, it's definitely a renaissance, so to speak, for LSU athletics. Mm-hmm. Um. Kudos to Scott Woodward, though, for, for, you know what I'm saying, for being able to do what he did and bringing in these coaches, um, making the facility upgrades and, you know, the wholesale changes that need to be made. And shout out to President Tate, too, for being bought in to athletics and, you know, and, and not meddling and allowing Woodward to do what he needed to do. What, what, was, the, what was the word they all use when they talk about it? There you go. Yep. But, um, but alignment, though, which is a crazy word to me, because there seems to be an alignment when it comes to the fan base. Whenever it comes to how we look at certain things, when it pertains to LSU, um, like last year going into the football season, there was an alignment that Jaden didn't need to be the quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then there's an alignment of the way Kayshawn gets treated. There's an alignment whenever it comes to this. There's alignment when it comes to Will Way. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's almost like with the fan base, there's groupthink. And you won't groupthink whenever you have an administration, you know what I mean, and leaders in the athletic department. You don't necessarily want groupthink when you're a fan base. You know what I'm saying? So it's almost like, the fan base is trying to take on the persona of the administration. And I don't know if I like that too much. Gotcha. Uh, Dave asked us, he says, you scared of water, man? No, I'm I'm drinking water right now. I'm trying to go swimming right now. Oh, see, we're talking about two different types of water. Yeah. (laughs) I ain't going to, don't get me started on swimming. I I almost made a remark that would have got us canceled. But anyway. Oh, man. I know you had that swimming party this week. Yeah, I'm sure you don't want to do nothing to do with swimming. Oh no, I see. I ain't I ain't getting in the water. That listen, the kids got in the water and I was just like That was enough for you, huh? Hey. <laughs> do y'all thing. <laughs> uh this old vet said fan base is toxic sometimes. Sometimes is a is a uh, I wouldn't say sometimes, most times. Most times it's old vet. They is I ain't, ain't going to say most. I mean, well, yeah, I would agree most times. It's just that most times, most of the times, we toxic towards other fan bases. Um, but a lot of times, we toxic to ourselves, too, though. Watch this. Hey, hey watch this. Uh, Paul Skeens is already pitched, and we got to rely on Ty Floyd. Oh, my God. We going to lose the series. We not going to make I mean, it. That's, toxic. That's, that's, that is true. Uh, oh my god, true. we didn't get a first down. What are we gonna do? Toxic. That's true. That is true. Oh my uh, god. Will Wade. I feel like all fan bases do that to a certain extent. Will, Will Wade is coaching at McNeese State. We will never get another player in the Louisiana. Toxic. I feel like I feel like that's just overreaction. I don't feel like that's toxic. I mean, I feel like every fan base I get, overreacts. I, I get you get what I'm saying? I, get, I, get I feel like the toxic, the toxic is saying stuff like the reason why Kayshawn about to get cut is because he a head case. That's toxic. Or the reason why he didn't come back is because Jaden Daniels uh, announced he was coming. Exactly. Or the reason why he didn't come back is because of the, the BS rumors. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's toxic. Yeah. What you talking about was just overreaction. We do that a lot too, though. I give yeah. you that. <laughs> yeah. I give you that. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, man, uh, talking about rumors and stuff like that. Um, the Mario Tolan um, didn't make it. Well, I'm not gonna say didn't. He left LSU, went to Auburn. Um, it's now reportedly not with the team, but it's not what most people thought. 
um, this is more of a personal matter, and I just I, I just like to say uh, uh, my prayers are, are with you, brother. Um, no matter what's going on, yeah. I pray that you know if if what I heard is true, man. I pray that you know, what I'm saying you find strength. So, and then football, last thing that you need to be worried about right now. Facts, big facts. Uh, let's talk about a uh, little NFL. Well, go back to the NFL. Uh, Alvin Kamara. <laughs> Let's talk about it, man. Plea deal? What's what's going on? He played no contest, so he mm. didn't plead guilty. But mm. he played no contest to a misdemeanor, um, felony charge is gone. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, it's like bodily harm or something like they took the like assault ain't in the the charge name or whatever. So uh, when it's looking at the suspension. The likely suspension for him. It's kind of the question is, does Roger Goodell look at it like what the charge originally was, or the, what he actually pled to? Because that's two different levels of suspension, in my opinion. You have a felony assault or battery, and then you have a misdemeanor, like bodily harm or whatever they, you know, whatever the charge is. So it's like that's two different levels of suspension. So do you go off what he was charged with or what he was actually convicted of? So here's my question because I looking at history, something like this is usually, you know, saying the 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 more serious felon, it would get mm-hmm. you like six games. Six to eight games, correct. Do you see I don't I don't ever remember anybody gets suspended for like two games for for something well that's what ray rice's suspension originally was remember oh i thought his was like four games originally it was two it was four down to two and then the video came out and it was a wrap gotcha but most of the time two games for assault of charge like this four games for like duis and stuff so I mean, I think his his suspension will be anywhere of two to four games. Uh maybe yep. four, maybe four appeal down to three, you know what I'm saying? Something like that. But um I mean anything four four and under is a win for the Saints, right? Cause we was talking six to eight. That's true. Before, you know what I'm saying? So that's gotta be a win, right? Gotta be. I mean, it's the only way you can look at it. Um honestly. Um, I mean, especially whenever you consider that you kind of you brought in Jamal Williams, you drafted Kendra Miller with the assumption that he was going to be out for a while. I mean, you had to. That's you. You mean you you don't make those kind of moves at running back unless you're specifically addressing the position. Uh, with that said, I think that uh, Mr. Williams is probably the most hilarious. Yo, that dude's funny. NFL. <laughs> player in the, in, the, in the league. So, uh, uh, oh, good question. I, I, uh, um, I hit you with that. Shaq Evans is projected to make the practice squad. Um, the Saints are loaded at receiver, so that's not a slight at him. That's more so um, when you look at the, the room, the receiver room. You got Mike, Mike Thomas, Chris Olave, um, Shahid. Traquan Smith, Brian Edwards, James Washington, A.T. Perry. You know what I mean? Like Juice still with us? No. Okay. No, they didn't bring him back. But that's that's seven guys before I even got to Shaq. You know what I'm saying? So um, but he is projected to make the practice squad, and so is Mark Evans. Um, Mark Evans with a higher shot, in my opinion, to make the roster, but not by much, more so just because of his, his position. Um, but I think both guys will be on the practice squad for sure. Uh, this ain't even a hot take. This is probably a lukewarm take. Uh, both gentlemen will end up uh, on the on the fifty three by the end of the season. Mark for sure, probably because of the nature of the the, mm-hmm. the position. Somebody's definitely gonna get hurt on the on the offensive line. Um, Not far fetched to say Shaq, but uh, I kind of got a feeling that he might get signed off the Saints practice squad. 
Mm. It might, so he might be on somebody else's 53. Gotcha. Before the end of the season. Yeah. Well, appreciate that, D-Law. That's actually a pretty good one. Um, speaking of uh, penalties, we was talking about Kamara. Uh, Tennessee. Tennessee. And University. Tennessee. Kamara and Tennessee, huh? Yeah, that's right. Uh, the Tennessee Vols, Tennessee Volunteers. Let's um, talk about this. Um, they pretty much got what was um, an eight million dollar fine. Uh, they had to vacate what, like eleven wins or something like that. Yep, yep, yep. And um, uh, what's his name? Jeremy Pruitt got, got a six, six year show calls. Yep, that eight million dollar fine, which is the equivalent of a two year bowl ban, by the way. Um, they had to vacate 11 games from, I mean, it ain't the NCAA fault that they only won 11 games, by the way. Um, so before y'all start talking about the number of games, I mean, it ain't the NCAA fault that they were sorry. Uh, they had to cut 28 scholarships over a five-year period. Uh, I think they've already done 16 of those over the last three years or something like that. I want to say it was 18 was what I 18, heard. okay, something, something like that. But, um, then they had... Uh, a 28 week period over the next five years where they can't talk to recruits. Um, they had to end unofficial visits for recruit by 40 weeks for over five years, and they cut 36 official visits over five years and cut 120 evaluation days over five years. So it sounds like a slap on the wrist, but I salute the NCAA in this regard the eight million dollar fine over a two year bowl ban because. The two-year bowl ban would be hurting students who weren't affected by this, um, especially when you consider that majority of the guys Uh-oh. that Pruitt brought in transferred out whenever um, Hypo came in. So there's really nobody on the team who was around whenever all this went down. So don't penalize people who had no involvement in it. Just mm. penalize the school, which you did. So salute mm. to them for that. Ben, um, I do want to say this, though. I feel like we got to stop with the comparisons. So-and-so got this many games. We got this many games. So-and-so got this long of a show call. So, like, Jeremy Pruitt got six years show calls. That's three times as long as Will Wade, if I'm not mistaken. Will Wade got two years show calls, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So, so it's three times as long. You know what I'm saying? So that's significant for Jeremy Pruitt. That's who was involved in this. Just like compare Jeremy Pruitt to Will Wade if you want to compare LSU to Tennessee. You get what I'm saying? Like that's the compare six years to two years. Considering one had five level one violations and one had 18, there's the three times as long. You get what I'm saying? And so it's like the punishments are pretty much on par. It's just that. When you look at the fact that LSU had multiple sports involved versus Tennessee just having one sport involved, the punishments can't be comparable. Yeah. All right. You ready for this sake? Yeah. I didn't care what the punishment was going to be because I didn't think the punishment, there need to be a punishment per se. And here's my reason why. It's, it's basically for paying players, right? Yeah. Which is now legal. But at the time, it wasn't. At the time, it wasn't. Um, so it's like we're we're, and I hate to get because this gonna get this. But might see, get, but no, but so I, I hold know on, hold on, because because this I might get political. Going this you, you're going with the cannabis situation, right? Bingo. All right, so but check this out. Check this out. I would agree with you. Like this, the thing because it's legal now, the people who are in jail should get like let go, right? Yeah. Okay, but check this out. Check this out. They still had, had a punishment. Exactly. So, the okay. people, if so Tennessee was if Tennessee was on probation for it, they're in the probation. You get what I'm saying? Now that it's legal. But you did you got caught at a time when it wasn't, so you still need some kind of penalty. And, and if I here's the crazy part about it, they got caught one year before or the exactly. same year that they opened exactly. the NIL. Uh exactly. so so I, I get but, that. but my thing is. And this is another thing. They deserve to get punished for us. That's like we'll wait. You deserve to get punished for being as sloppy as you were. I, I, th- now that I agree with, I think you, the coach should get punishment. 
Um, the the bowl band, the fine for the bowl band, I'm cool with that. Uh, the takeaway, the scholarships and stuff, that in a in a sense it hurts Tennessee, but I think it hurts players more because there's there's some players who, you know, what I'm saying on the back end, just don't you know what I'm saying won't be getting a scholarship. In my opinion, so I I, I get. You get what I'm saying? I I, yeah, I mean, yeah. and I might I might be I might be doing this might be a little bit of a stretch for me to think like that, but I, I get but it it I, I just yes I just, and no like with it hurts them to a sense, but it's like if you look at it, it's like five scholarships. You know what I'm saying? Like LSU was reducing that and self self-imposed over the last few years anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like so it hurts, but I mean it, it's like you don't have as many third string offensive linemen. You know what I'm saying? Like it ain't hurting you too deep. All right. So I, I get it, man. But I, I just I, I want to talk. So Paul Paul said the Pruitt punishment raises this question. If he was doing this at Tennessee, then what was he up to at Alabama under safe? All right. I mean, I mean, that's true, but all the big schools do do it, but they don't do it as sloppy as Jeremy Pruitt did it in McDonald's go. bags, dog. Which right. is which is why a lot of people uh were saving and a lot of guys uh were mad at when Hugh Freeze was doing it because of the yeah. way he was doing it. It's yeah, not that it's, you were doing it. It's the weird way thing. Like yeah. they don't yeah. do it out of their personal bank accounts. You know what I'm saying? Like. It's not how you do it. It's not what you do. It's how you do it. You know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. and everybody does it, but not everybody does it so slight. And it's it's almost on some like, like since we're doing all these comparisons and stuff, it's almost like the the um, what's your American Gangster movie, right? You know what I'm saying? Okay, it ain't Frank, how you, Frank Lucas. Yeah, it ain't how you do it. It ain't what you do. It's how you do it. If you loud and all that. You deserve to get caught. You know what I'm saying? Like, move, move silently, and ain't nobody gonna say nothing. But you try to be all brash and loud and publicly with it, and you're gonna draw attention to yourself. Yeah. What's What's good, Edwin? Edwin Moore, appreciate you stopping by, man. Uh, Edwin can't. I think Edwin uh got 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 caught up with us with uh got well started messing with us with the HBCU hour and stuff. So glad you're stopping over. Uh. Let's talk about the it's two all-star games, man. Uh I want to talk let's about let's talk about the weak one first. All right, let's talk about the baseball game. Go ahead. I'm with you. You brought him up earlier. I got A B. Mm-hmm. I'm with him on this. The MLB does a terrible job of showcasing their when you think all-star game in any other sport, what you think of offense. Yeah, you think yeah. of a lot of offense. I mean, can, like the one we can finna talk about later. 250 some points scored combined. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's what you think of with NBA All-Star game. Both teams putting up 160 points. You know what I'm saying? Like Pro Bowl, 60 to 56. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then here you come for the MLB All-Star game and a final score of three to two. <laughs> like, where's the excitement? It's supposed to be an exciting time. You showcasing your talent. And true enough, the pitchers are part of your talent. But we don't want, we don't come to an All Star game to see a pitching duel. You know what I'm saying? We came to see home runs. We came to see runs scored. So they need to revamp the All Star. I got a suggestion for them, Pooh. This is what they need to do. Go ahead. Every inning, back through the lineup. Every inning, don't keep outs. Every inning, back through the lineup, and whoever got the most runs at the seven innings wins the game. I like it. I like you it. get to showcase your pitchers. You know what I'm saying? If they get people out, they just get people out. But bat through. Bat through the lineup every time. Let us get to see Shohei Otani bat five times. It's an all-star game. We don't want to see Shohei come up there, get walked twice, and that's all we see. Mm. Let them bat through every inning. You got plenty of pitchers for it. You got plenty of batters for it. Let them bat through every inning. And at the end of the game, whenever the score is 36 to 32, then we'll all be happy. Hey, so... um. The only reason I even checked out the All-Star game, baseball All-Star game, I just want to see if the National League was going to finally win. They did, finally. They finally won. And uh, ironically, the uh, the uh, I think he was the closing pitcher for the uh, National League from Huntsville. Kimbrough? Yeah, he's from Huntsville. Oh, uh, 
And another thing, while we at it, why, uh, back to fixing the All-Star game for him, why the hell is the All-Star game on a Tuesday night? Good question. You know what I used to have the home run derby on Saturday, Saturday mm-hmm. evening, Saturday night. Had the all star game start at two o'clock on a Sunday, and that gives you plenty of time to have the game my way where you bat the bat everybody around every inning. Every inning, nine people come up to bat both sides. You got plenty of time to play a game like that if you started on Sunday afternoon. I got I got a better suggestion. Just put the uh Put the uh, All Star Game around the Fourth of July. Had a game on the Fourth of July. Have have the home run derby the day before. You're gonna be competing against Joey Chestnut, dog. No, Joey don't Chestnut nobody, that morning. Don't nobody beat Joey Chestnut. Yeah, he that morning. Yeah, he is that morning though. Yeah, but yeah, but I man, I mean that that's possible. I mean the way the schedule lined up, you know, but yeah, that's possible. But I mean, my thing is just having on this. You got it on a Tuesday. Have it on a Sunday at two o'clock in the afternoon, bro. <laughs> That's it. Will bring up a good point. Baseball purists will be pissed with them uh, altering the game, just like we don't like uh, darn That's near true. flag football. Promo. That's true. That's true. But I say this though, I feel like baseball purists will be more okay with that than we will with flag football. Because flag football, you actually changing the sport. Like it's a totally different sport. Baseball, you just changing the rule. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you took the all the physicality out of a flag football when you do flag football. But I mean he right there, they'll but I mean if you're the MLB, you gotta do something, bro. Like nobody nobody wants to watch a pitcher do an all-star game, bro. That's what makes the home run derby so exciting. You know what I miss, man? Uh and this is it, when he made it a tie. No. Remember uh <laughs> Remember when MTV used to do the Rocky job? Oh, yeah, bro. The Celebrity All-Star Game? Celebrity All-Star Games. They used to have stuff like yeah, uh, bro. like it with basketball, like a four-point shot or a hundred-point yeah. shot or something like that. Well, speaking and, of, speaking and of baseball, four-point shot. Go ahead. No, go they, ahead. Had, they had that in the WNBA All-Star Game this year. Mm, I like it. I like it. Uh, let's, let's talk about the WNBA All-Star Game, man. Go ahead, man. Give us a recap, because I got some things that I, I'm that bother me about the WNBA All Star Game. But go ahead. It's some things that bothered me as well. I'm pretty sure we'll have the same sentiments on that, so I'll let you handle that segment. But yeah, the WNBA All Star Game started with the um, All Star Weekend Skills Competition, um, and I've given her. I'll be the first to apologize to this young lady just for this. I've given her hell mm-hmm. for her lack of shooting. Mm-hmm. And supposedly her being a sniper, but mm-hmm. uh, not living up to it. But oh, now Sabrina Ionescu set a record, ladies and gentlemen, for most uh, the highest score in a three point competition for either men's or women's NBA um, three point contest. She hit 37 points, she missed two shots. Uh, yeah, two of them. Two of them. She missed the first shot. Then she made twenty in a row. Twenty in a row. But, but, I think she used too much of a juju up because she came out the next day, and she she was she was off for for a little while, bro. First couple quarters she was off. She made a few four point shots after that. She caught fire in the second half, but but yesterday. In that all-star game, it was all about Jewel Lloyd, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Jewel Lloyd went off. Jewel Lloyd set the record for the most points in the women WNBA All-Star game yesterday with 36 points. She went off. And a lot of people have been talking about the uh Sabrina and Jewel Lloyd, specifically them two, because of the NBA 2K cover. Mm-hmm. And they picked Sabrina because of her relationship with Kobe, but Jewel Lloyd also has a great relationship with Kobe and Kobe called him his little sister. And it's almost as if Jewel Lloyd kind of felt like she had the, a point to prove. I mean, she is the WNBA's leading scorer this year. Yeah. Um, but she came out and made a statement yesterday in that game, but Brianna Stewart's team won pretty convincingly, but team Wilson, Asia Wilson's team, they just look like LSU out there. It looked like LSU practice. Them girls just out there having fun yesterday. And playing basketball in the meantime, you know what I'm saying? They they really wasn't worried about that game, man. They was just out there having a blast. You had 
her, Asia Wilson, uh, Chelsea Gray, Ryan Howard, and all of them on the court just basically acting acting crazy, having a ball. But shout out to BG though; she got a dunk in yesterday in the All Star yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, she did. So you ready for this? What you got? WNBA, NBA. I throw y'all in there too. Your scheduling freaking sucks. Yep. Why was the All Star game at like? Matter of fact, all the activities were like noon or better. Well, the um the three point contest was at two o'clock on Friday afternoon, and the WNBA game was at it was last night at seven thirty. But the um the skills contest started at noon one something like that, and the three point contest started at two. Why? Why are we doing this to? Okay. Summer League basketball, NBA Summer League games are getting more press than the WNBA stuff. But yet we continue to say, hey, why aren't there more teams? Hey, why aren't there well, more slots? Why aren't there this the, and other? That's the ESPN's fault. That's the ESPN's fault. Um, and I was going to bring this up. A lot of people talk about the WNBA and they clown it, don't watch it whatever the case may be. I get it, whatever. But it's funny to me that yesterday, Kevin Durant was at the WNBA All-Star game. Dwayne Wade just became part owner of the Chicago Sky, a WNBA team. Um, Michael Bridges have been to multiple NBA games. You have all these NBA players who support, come to these games, buying franchises, being, you know, becoming owners of these things. So... They support it. They appreciate it for the high level of basketball it is. But yet, you sitting on your couch eating Lay's potato chips are going to talk about how it's not good quality of basketball. Who do you think is more qualified to know what high level of basketball is? Kevin Durant or you? I'm just asking. Because Kevin Durant seems to think that it's pretty good quality of basketball because he takes time out of his life to go to Vegas to support the All-Star game. So, I mean... And shout out to uh, Simone Augustus and Sylvia Files, who was there as well. You know what I mean? So you got all of these people who played high basketball at the highest level who tend to think that there's nothing wrong with the WNBA. So I just want to know why everybody else thinks that they are more qualified to know what good basketball is. Man, I just – I'm so sick of the – because, uh, like, I'm my complaint isn't about the, the quality of play, and, and I know, oh, yeah, you, I know. yeah, 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 yeah. My complaint is the disrespect, it feels like the women aren't just so. Let me, I'm gonna say this UFC, as crappy as a person I think Dana White is, they they truly do give a lot of shine and a lot of love to the women in their sport. I hate that. The NBA or the WNBA isn't showcased more. Um, it's it's kind of like the afterthought. Uh, yeah. The it's kind of, to me it, it feels like the afterthought. The the little sisters um, franchise, and it's, it shouldn't be like that because it's, okay. To your to your point, I agree. But to your point, how many homeboys do you know who will watch Ronda Rousey versus Holly Holm? Or they'll watch Cyborg versus Nunez, mm -hmm. but they're not watching the WNBA. You know what I'm saying? And so I'll, part of yeah. it, part of it is the the support that it gets from us as consumers. We'll consume the you the, the women's UFC just as much, if not more, than you know what I'm saying, just as much, if not more, than the actual men's UFC. But we want to support the WNBA a fraction of what we support the actual NBA. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Edwin says, do y'all agree fast. that women's bas college basketball has a large following, but their fans don't follow the WNBA? Big I do. Fast. I do. Um, it's, it's, I think, it's Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, it, it shows in the ratings um, from like the uh, March Madness. Uh, I think I know why. Because, I, because like, like let's, take, let's take Lex, right? You know what I'm saying? You 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 followed her for LSU for two years. You got attached to her that she's not on the WNBA team. You know what I'm saying? Like True. so, it, it's like you watch you watch all of these players for three or four years, 
and then you wait for them. They get drafted. You mm-hmm. wait for them to go pro, and then they don't end up on the team. You know what I'm saying? So who, what, like, it was easy for LSU fans when Simone and Sylvia was both in Minnesota. Yeah, we Lynx fans. But then when they retire, who, like, there's no LSU WNBA player. That's true. You see what I'm saying? So who you who you attaching yourself to? You know what I'm saying? Who you, and then there's so much turnover with the WNBA because there's, there's you know only so many roster spots, there's only 144 roster spots. So it's like, what are you gonna do whenever she's on the links this year? The next year she's on the wings. Then she's out the league for a year. Now she's on the dream. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, what you gonna do? Yeah, uh, our dog Chris said, uh, women's college basketball more entertaining than me. I'm click first, Chris. I'm glad you're watching something other than just football. Uh, but yeah, hey. man, Chris, uh, but uh, like you said, uh, now me at Mike, who, who been controversial, uh, lately <laughs> said, uh, if it wasn't for gambling, the overall product isn't good. The WNBA has a run of a, a has run a 20 year financial loss. It is NBA welfare because it's uh, subsidized by the NBA. I love women's college ball. Though. Hold up. Before, before you go in, I, I do want to say this. The As far as the gambling part uh, with the WNBA, they don't. It, people don't barely handicap it. Uh, oh, man, that's why I make a killing off of it because they don't know what to do with it. Yeah, people barely handicap it. Uh, it's a lot of books don't even carry WNBA. Mm-hmm. A lot of, you know what I'm saying, Big name books, yeah. so it's I, I wouldn't say gambling. Only, the only problem I have with what me and Mike said is the overall product isn't good. I completely disagree with that. And you, my thing is, you can't judge how good a product is by whether or not people buy it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's been plenty of products that have been great. People just didn't buy it. You know what I'm saying? It's not the right market, whatever the case may be. It's it's a good product, bro. If it wasn't a good product, then other these other leagues wouldn't be coming to get these players. It's just not supported. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just not supported. Like you can't say college basketball is better whenever only a third, or actually less than a third of those people are gonna even make it to the WNBA. How is that a better product? How is that a better product? Yeah. How is how is college basketball better? Like whenever the best college basketball players we got right now just lost to Brazil, right? In the FIBA. Not knocking them. Not knocking them at all. They were, you know, playing women 10, 10 years older than them. But the WNBA players beat them by 50. How is it a better product? See, they, Coach Green, there you go. Talk your talk, Coach. He said, I coach women's basketball, and I love it. The people who said it's not good is not a real basketball fan. That's it's the, it's If you if you really like – all right, so we talked about the travels and stuff on Twitter last night, right? And then I brought up how in the NBA, they travel like that on a on regular game, 100 times a game. <laughs> mm-hmm. And people talk about, oh, I, I don't like that neither. Then you should love the WNBA because if you want pure basketball – if you want the real sport of basketball in its purest form, it's women's basketball. If you want real physicality, it's women's basketball. If you want real backdoor cuts and real X's and O's and not just, you know, one-on-one take your guy ISO and motion offenses and all that, that's how the NBA is. The NBA is ISO motion offense. That's all it is. There's no real X's and O's drawn up. Everything is based off field. It, you but know, nose is in WNBA. So I'm gonna make I might make some people mad here now, and I hope I do. You know what's better basketball than like summer league basketball is going on? I think summer league basketball is, is summer league basketball is terrible. T- thank you. You know what I think is better than summer league basketball? TBT. Oh yeah, because they TBT they actually the, the, the tournament, the basketball tournament, what is the some former uh, college players? So. You, me and Mike said I have never heard somebody say I'm dying to go watch a WNBA game. I've heard people say I have to watch the women's Final Four, though. Women's college basketball is queen. Man, you must don't remember the WNBA back whenever the Sparks and the Comets was going at it, or the, the Liberty and them was going at it, or back whenever the Lynx and the Suns was going at it. 
man, you better stop that, bro. This this year alone, the Liberty versus the Aces was the biggest matchup in women's basketball we done seen in years. Man, that back whenever the Storm was going up against the Lynx, whenever it was Sylvia Files and them going up against going up against uh Sue Bird and Tina Charles and them, man, come on, bro. That was must see basketball. Yeah, we we kind of talked about this uh, last week. It's funny because we talked about this last week. Uh, but Edward Moore said one reason WNBA is unpopular is because people, a bunch of folks, uh, poor mouth it and they don't watch it uh, to know what yeah, they're they don't talking know what about. They're talking about exactly, bro. I'm gonna say uh, what people don't understand is how physically it is. Yeah, well, listen, talk, I'm gonna say talk, I'm bro. gonna say we literally just talked about this last week. If and the biggest thing because women ain't out there, Boston. A little box any of y'all on that box right now. Mm-hmm. But just because she don't dunk that mug, yeah. It's t- man, her footwork will run circles around you. Man, good. I want one of y'all in these comments to go post up with Tierra McCown and tell me she won't give y'all the business on that block. Yeah. It's crazy, bro. And that's what, what's crazy to me is, is all it takes is one Stephen A. Smith type person to clown the WNBA and everybody just run with it, man. Without watching it for themselves, bro. No, I no. promise you, can't nobody in these comments check Arike Gumawale. None of y'all can check her. I bet, I bet nobody can really pronounce it either. But that's a I different bet they story. couldn't. But <laughs> they got a better chance of pronouncing it than checking her. Yeah. All right. But my thing is, man, don't knock it, bro. Just because it ain't for you, man. Like I don't, I don't watch golf, but I ain't, feeling, I ain't out here just knocking it. You know what I'm saying? It ain't for me. I don't watch NASCAR. I don't go around clowning people who watch NASCAR. Shout out Bubba Wallace, though. Speaking of golf, Steph, Chef Curry. Chris, you're going to like this. I don't know if you saw it. Did you see the hole in one he hit? Yeah, I saw that, man. Did you see the way he ran down the fairway at the end? (laughs) So funny. But not just that. He won. He won by hitting uh, hitting eagle on the 18th hole to win it all. So, yeah. Uh, I ain't getting into that because that ain't entirely true. But I can Yeah. But, yeah, <laughs> the hole in one and then the, the, the eagle to win it all. Listen. I I I make I clown and I mess with Chris about about Steph Curry all the time, but I say this man, the athlete, bro. I would love to see if he retired from NBA and went and did like golf. I don't know how how like because I ain't look at the overall score. What you know, saying whether he shot a, you know, because a lot of times in those amateurs they'll shoot a seventy five and win it, you know, versus shooting yeah. like uh, versus shooting like a sixty seven. Uh, and made par, but that it, it was dope, man, to see him do that. Um, but man, I, I do want to touch on this last topic before we get ready to go to uh altar call. <laughs> you funny, man. Who me? Oh, I did the way I said touch on it. Okay, Northwestern. Northwestern oh, University. That ain't even the one I thought you were talking. About. I forgot about this one. I thought you were talking about the hockey guy. Oh, we got to get – I forgot. I said we were going to talk about that. We're going to talk about it. The Northwestern Hazen Probe, though. Yeah, that story there, bro. My so, question is – my question is the timeline. Mm-hmm. All right, so something came out Friday. Like, he suspended for two weeks. Then over the weekend, some more stuff came out. And then Monday, I was like, you know what? We about to fire this dude. <laughs> like, what came out in between Friday and Monday? I'm gonna tell you what it came out. Uh, backlash. That's what came out. No, not like, just that's that. all. But I'm saying, like, that's all that you got is two games for all of that. Yeah. So we was talking. I'm gonna tell you, I was talking to Rev, right? And I was talking to Rev about. Uh, I said, man, that man got fired because them players were hunching, hunching on each other. <laughs> and he was like, "What?" He's like, "I ain't read that story." I said, yeah. "They was hunching on each on each other." Then, well, I think really got. Part yeah, of the, the racism part they got the racism that's, that's got them yeah, def- that's definitely what but my thing is that stuff was already out on Friday. Ain't no way that that just like 
your investigation ain't come up with that? Like, come on, dog. How your investigation ain't come up with that? Like, that was in your investigation. You just didn't know that the student reporter was going to get that information, too. Mm -hmm. What's crazy, Northwestern is a, is a really good journalism school, too. Yeah, and that's why ESPN ain't reporting it, because all they, all they workers is Northwestern alums. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, man, then it wasn't even just the uh, – it wasn't just the football. It wasn't just uh, Pat Fish. Baseball, Gerald. too. The baseball coach got fired. I'm like, dang, you out there letting them hunch too? Crazy. Crazy. This it that was like the wild one of the wildest stories I had heard. Uh wilder than the, the baseball scandal. With the baseball gambling scandal. That oh, was you man, that dude dumb, bro. Yeah. Like, how you gonna be like, hey, yeah, I get coach right here. Here's the coach right here. He's on the phone. Mm -hmm. The problem was I only, only want to bet a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, stupid. You know, what I mean, the max probably like you know fifteen hundred or something, five thousand. But I'm gonna bet a hundred thousand. It's just stupid, just stupid. Yeah, I let him know. And Dylan said, "Hang on after the show. He got to show you. He got his helmet and shoulder pads today. He he wants you to oh, see." Oh Lord, he about to run through that wall behind you. Hey, that boy, that was. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, man, let's talk about this hockey dude, though, man. Yeah, let's, let's do that. So, <laughs> this story is probably one of my favorites. Uh, Scottsdale Police Department report uh, uh, states that former Arizona Coyote for Alex uh, Galichinicki, uh, uh man, you sure. already know, I ain't, whatever, sure. uh, Galichinuk uh, or whatever, threatened to kill police officers and their families and also repeated repeatedly used racial slurs after being pulled over he, he allegedly showed signs of impairment and had a heavily slurred speech when he was in the uh, patrol car he threatened to, uh, to chop the officers <laughs> and reached under his seat before being handcuffed he also made threats to call his connections in moscow and have the officer's wife and daughter's kidneys cut out Two hours after he made the threats, Galachinuk told the officer he was making the call and then laughed and said he was joking. Cocaine is a hell of a drug, man. Bro, listen. I told you. It's uh, not funny. It's not funny. Like, it's, those are serious, right. you know what I'm saying, allegations against him. But, bro, how messed up you got to be to say all that, dog? Listen, that's that's... You said cocaine. Um, that dude was on. I, I ain't gonna say. I, I, didn't say I, I ain't gonna say it was. Uh, it was powder cocaine. You know yeah. what I mean. He was on something. <laughs> he was on some uh, crack or something. I don't know. That dude was on meth or something. I Just don't know. say no. PCP. Tried to bring the. <laughs> also said he tried to bring the gulag to the state. That man said, oh, "I'm gonna make man. a call to Moscow." <laughs> to Do Moscow. you know how? Do you know how mad you gotta be to tell somebody I'm gonna call Putin and have your daughter and your wife kidney cut out? <laughs> Do you know how mad you gotta be? But my my thing though, I'm very specific about what they're gonna do to them. Not not, not that they just gonna kill them, but I'm gonna get their kidneys cut out. That's very specific, my boy. It's almost as if you have knowledge of someone who will actually do these type of things. I wonder was he gonna take both kidneys or just one kidney? It's a good question. Cause if he was only taking one, they could still live. Yeah. And he could just could sell it on the black market. That dude, interesting man. That is something. That dude, else. that dude messed up, bro. That dude was on some good stuff. Oh, uh, another kind of high. Uh, all right, man. You ready to go? Uh, oh, coach. <laughs> coach Green said, uh, "HBCU Go is uh is trying to work on a deal to bring the WNBA to its channel." Oh, watch out. Watch out. I ain't got to buy WNBA league pass then. Watch out. I was going to make a comment. Coach Green, I appreciate the – I'm going to go ahead and say it. Uh, can we get – well, no, HBCU go – never mind. Never mind. They all good. That would be a good idea. <laughs> I'm going to leave it at that before I get us uh, in yeah, big you trouble. about to get us suspended. 
Yeah, we're gonna be suspended. We're gonna be canceled. I'm listen. I I'll holler at y'all at the media day before I make a statement like that. All right, here we go. <laughs> Uh, I think we both got like positive. I'll go first because yours is funny. Yeah. All right. Here we go. All right. So um, I need everybody, and I do mean everybody, who made fun of Shakari Richardson for uh, being suspended from the Olympics to uh, come on down to the front, please. Because if you've been under a rock somewhere or if you've just been, you know, in the locker room in Northwestern or something. I don't know where you've been. But um, Shakari Richardson has had one hell of a 2023 year so far. She has uh, won the U.S. track and field championships, um, qualified for her time in the Olympics. Um, And on top of that, she just beat uh, Jamaica's Sharika Jackson to win the – I can't even pronounce this – the Policia Cilicia Championships. But um she back on top, nonetheless. Uh, and there's a lot of people clowning her saying she wasn't gonna be worth nothing, she was too ghetto, she needed to change her demeanor, all this kind of stuff. But yet she's still winning on spite of all of y'all, and in spite of all the things that y'all tried to clown her for. She's still made it to where she was going to be anyway. So kudos to you, Black Queen. Keep doing your thing. Keep repping the United States. Keep repping LSU. And uh, don't change for nobody, baby girl. Do your thing. Look at her right there in the pink shoes. Look at her. Just gliding. Look at her. So beautiful to see. Walk her down. It's just so simple. Like, And that's how we do it, man. Shout out to you, Shakira. Keep doing your thing. <laughs> Turn up, man. Yeah, that's all I got, Pooh. All right, man. For 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 this uh, alt call, man. Uh, I need Chris Doran come down because uh, I wish somebody had as much faith in me as Chris Doran has in in Florida. But what has that got, Chris Doran? Let's just take a look. It seems like Chris Doran has always had these bets with uh, Peter Burns, and he always ends up on the losing side. In his most recent bet, he's had to wear a full LSU baseball uniform. He had to dress up like Joe uh, Joe Exotic. He was a, 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 a yodeler. Uh, man, this dude was a clown. And, and he had to interview uh, <laughs> Brian Kelly. And he had to wear a full top hat with the mustache and the monocle. Listen. Chris Doran has had to wear so many different costumes and had to just, I don't know, take it on the chin because he believed that Florida could beat LSU in something here and there. Unfortunately, he's been on the losing side of everything. Kudos to him for having that faith. I wish somebody had as much faith in me as he has in Florida. but. Stop, huh? You got something to say? I, I have as much. I appreciate that. That is touching. That's touching. He said he got as much faith in me. I appreciate that. All right. That's all I got, man. That's just too funny, bro. That's too funny. All right, man. Uh, we'll be back on next Sunday. Hopefully, hopefully we we can work the uh things out and get uh get uh. No, boy, get out my show. <laughs> we can work things out. Uh, get uh, yeah, Kylan on. But uh, like I said, we're we praying for him. You know, saying everything or whatever he got. Uh, we'll be back. Oh yeah, hey, Coach Green said, don't forget she took out the win. Uh, then yeah. won the race. Yeah, you, you know why? She, did you see the explanation of why she did it? Love. So she, yeah. But we'll be back. Uh, tune in. If you if you will tomorrow tomorrow gonna be a good one on HBCU Hour. Yeah, tomorrow gonna be ooh fireworks for real. Jackson State, Bethune Cookman gonna be in the building. Let's talk about them. See what they looking like for the uh, on the season coming up upcoming season. Uh, go get your stuff. All right, man, and uh, 
You got anything else forget about him? Nah, man. That's all I got. See y'all tomorrow. All right. Like that, we out. This show was presented by BetOnline.ag. Don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe on Twitter at Golden Boot. On Instagram at Golden Boot. On YouTube at The Golden Boot Pod. On Facebook at The Golden Boot Pod. Golden Boot! Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.